Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Love is in the air. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And we're joined by a couple this morning who are going to talk about their love story and their marriage and the secrets of how they have managed to get through all of the ups and downs of their relationship. We're joined by Dan and Danielle McCauley. Dan, well, we've heard of him. He's a worship leader and a singer, songwriter, and Danielle we've had on the show before. She's an author, a blogger, and a speaker. Today on Connections, they'll share their love story and they'll share their secrets to a better marriage. We're joined today by Dan and Danielle McCulley. They've been married for 20 years. Dan is a worship leader and a singer-songwriter, and Danielle is an author, blogger, and speaker. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so we're talking marriage, we're talking love, but we want to learn about the two of you today, and we want to start off with how the two of you met. Oh, oh that's that was a fun many one. years ago. But <laughs> we met as teenagers. Well, she was. <laughs> we're, we're five years apart, so yeah, you were... Uh... I was about 14, I guess. Oh, yeah. So that made, you nine, that made you 19. We, we just met at, at, uh, at Christian summer camp. Um, yeah. Nice. In, and uh, we were kind of hanging out in the same friends group there. And and that was years before the internet. So we'd see each other at camp and then we wouldn't for the rest of the year, but we would actually, we became pen pals. We lived about so an hour we, apart. We wrote each other back and forth. And you know what, though, I still have all those letters today. That would be like the one thing I would grab even before, well, not the one thing, before pictures or anything, I feel like I would grab that box of letters that we- And then you run back in for the kids. And that, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we did. We kind of were friends growing up. And then finally, uh, I don't know, Dan, um, I held out for a while, but then he wore me out. He wore me down. Uh, in those years for sure and uh started kind of hinting at that and 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 then actually years later we ended up um he proposed to me on those campgrounds where we met and we ended up getting married um on the chapel on the campgrounds so um that's pretty cool special place for us brayside camp in paris ontario yeah yeah so before you guys got married like you got engaged you got this cool love story uh what did you think marriage was going to be like for you? Were, were you going into it thinking it's going to be all like fairy tales and perfect? Or did you have a pretty realistic outlook on marriage? Uh, no, absolutely. Everyone, I think everyone thinks that that's why, otherwise, what, why would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> that was 20 years ago though. Our, our, actually our 20th anniversary is coming up this May. And I, you know, I, I distinctly remember thinking that Dan and I would wake up every morning with uh, you know, a pot of coffee, pour the mugs and do devotions together every morning, <laughs> like some <laughs> idealistic uh, thing like that. That has not happened, especially with kids, but uh, we've had to work to make things like that happen. They don't just naturally happen. So yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely say our, our view on marriage and our marriage itself has evolved over the years. I think it has to, I think people evolve and change. We're not even the same people no. in many respects that we were 20 years ago Yeah, when we got married. Intentionality has been uh, probably a big word for us throughout the years. It's not just going to come natural. You got to, you got to make it work. You got to work for it. Yeah. we. I would say we've learned that even over the last year that people like 
have this idea and we see in Hollywood this idea that when you find that right person that is just going to be this wedded bliss it's just going to be effortless or something and, and I think people buy into that to the point that they feel like if when they when they have to work at their marriage when they have trouble when they have disagreements when they you know don't like their spouse for a week or whatever it is, you know, that, oh, I must've married the wrong person. Uh, we got this wrong somehow. And, and they start looking elsewhere, but that's not really what marriage is, is supposed to be at all. I mean, you have to, you don't just hope for a, a good marriage. You have to work at it. It takes work. And, and uh, to think that it doesn't, or it shouldn't is a miss. It's a misconception, I think. Yeah. And in fact, you know, as you were talking, Dan, I was just thinking about um, the point of marriage. We went, we got married because we were into each other. We liked each other, but, but um, so much of our marriage, there's been times, like you said, we haven't liked each other. We've made each other uncomfortable because we've pushed each other um, mm. to be better people. And that's really the intention of marriage is actually to become more like Christ. And so it's kind of been like this rub, we call it like a little bit of sandpaper. It's harder, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable, but we are smoothing each other's edges out or what the Bible would call iron sharpening iron. So it's not always this um, dream. It's actually work. And we, we can actually um, in the discomfort become better. Um, so, yeah. 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 The uh, marriage is a full length mirror. <laughs> it's like you're looking at uh, it's a it's, scary one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> back to who you who it reveals who you really are and god's ultimate will for each of us is is to be made more like christ and if you're married that's one of the tools he uses one of his major tools i would say that he uses in your life to do that in you and that's your spouse so you you uh, live closely with someone enough then you're gonna step on toes you're gonna Dance closely for any, with anyone for long enough. You'll, you'll step on yes, some toes. We've stepped, we've on, stepped on toes. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't thinking about all this stuff when we were 20, but uh, you know, we're so glad that those things have been a part of our lives and what, as we've stuck with it. Yeah. That's a pretty good outlook too, though. And a, a good reminder, like God calls us and uses us to help our spouses. And he calls our spouse to help us grow in uh, our faith and who we are as Christians and followers of Jesus. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And uh, when we when we forget that, and we think you know our our spouse's ultimate goal or what this is about is make is making us happy, uh, then we can we can lose track. And because uh, if they're not making us happy at that moment, then maybe we should go find something that does. But that's that's not what it's about. That's it's again a misnomer. Dan, with you being in the uh, the music industry and before COVID, at least on the road, a lot of the time I'm imagining, uh, was that a hard aspect of marriage for you guys? Or did that kind of make things easier? Cause you, you got a break and then it just made you <laughs> long for the other that much Makes more. Heart grow fonder, right? <laughs> yeah. They say, yeah, I, I would say yes and no, it was both. Uh, it's yeah. There was an aspect of traveling that you, you kind of, I guess, if you're on each other's nerves and get a get a, a break from the other person for a little while, I guess, as opposed to the exact opposite that we're all in now, where we're all like on top of each other, twenty four seven. I know. Right? 
that yeah. was that was definitely a big adjustment to going from traveling quite a bit to basically not Pandi- traveling like, at all. We just want to miss each other again. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like it was actually harder for me than for Dan because Dan's personality is, you know, he um, is an introvert. So, um, you know, time alone, it, it feeds him. He, it takes many days for, uh, for him to start feeling like, Oh, I miss my family. I miss my wife. But for me, I'm quality time. That's my love language. And, and so I could be with him, you know, before kids, I, if he said, Oh, I'm going up to the post office, I'll say, I'll come with you. But, um, you know, I, I feel like, um, we have to work together and, 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 uh, suit each other, serve each other's needs. So I, I think that um, did happen, but I would love to miss you again. And just so you could tour a little bit. <laughs> you, you adjust, you just adjust a bit. So, you know, a lot of this year I find my, I'll, I'll wake up way earlier than everyone. And so I might get my alone time with a coffee and doing devotions or something, uh, you know, early or before you're even awake. And then, then maybe having had that time, that's my replacement for being away or whatever, that, that quiet, that, that alone time, then I'm, I'm ready when, when you all wake up and actually want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I feel like during the pandemic, it's been more like, we just want time alone together without the kids. That's been what we've had to fight for right. is being together without them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of, that was walks until now. <laughs> Now it's winter. It's a little my, I have a heated garage. And uh, so my wife and I, we've started getting a babysitter two Saturdays a month and watching movies in my garage. Very oh, romantic. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> hey, that works. You got to find whatever works. Yeah, we've done like going out and just going through a drive through and walking around Target. So our, our kids are, are, are a little older. So they're just like, they're just in this passion. You're getting to the place where we could leave for an hour or two, nice. you know, in, in town and, and be okay. So when things are open to go to, so. Yes. Yeah. But again, intentionality. Yeah. Now, speaking of working together, you guys actually had a really rough patch a few years back, but it was through that rough patch that you guys learned a whole lot. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So man, I'm, that was a, a few years ago now, probably nine, eight or nine years. That specifically. Yeah. So we had a, a big life change uh, from where we used to live and work, which was down in Connecticut and pastoring there. And uh, it was kind of like thrust upon us and, uh, and it just, it kind of up caused upheaval in our lives in a lot of ways. And, and uh we had to work through some, I guess, uh, unforgiveness and just personal, yeah, personal change at that point. And then, so it, yeah, it brought out some, some things in our, in our marriage, I would say that we had to work. So we ended up, so we ended up finding ourselves in marriage counseling and actually we ended up finding ourselves in marriage counseling, talking about that experience, particularly in, in Connecticut and, and those those other circumstances that was that were I guess polluting you would say or mm-hmm. contaminating yeah. our own personal health and well-being because the best thing you can bring to your marriage is a healthy version of you so when you have baggage and other things but be it from growing up or uh anything else then that just comes out in you so it was in both of us 
and we, we were clashing for sure. Yeah. And we had, you know, it was funny how, even though the, the things we had to work through were outside of our marriage, it was affecting the inside of our marriage sure, and, yeah. and, um, you know, all that anger or bitterness or things we had to work through. Um, it was, um, the other person all, the, all of a sudden became the enemy, not, not the real, you know, not who it was. And so we're, we're very open and not ashamed that that counseling that we went through helped us mm -hmm. um, not only uh, restore that relationship um, that we, of the person we had to forgive, but it also strengthened our relationship together. And um, so we always are, you know, just tell couples it, you know, we're on, we're on a marriage television show, we're in ministry, all of that. It can look very glossy on the, from the exterior, but we are just two uh, people trying to figure it out, fumble our way with the help of the Lord and, um, and the help of other people. It's so important to have people on the exterior of your relationship that can, um, look in and that can offer advice and be a t be um, for you as a couple, not just, you know, we're, we're not talking about uh, me going over to my girlfriends and venting about my husband. It's more who, yeah. who is someone that we look to for guidance for us, who is for us as well, a team. Wisdom outside of us and a, and a perspective outside of us. Uh, often you can't see what you can't see. Right. And you don't know what you don't know and and it's it's humbling to have to go and 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 talk to someone or admit you know we don't have this all together we need some help but you know what there's we're talking about it publicly because because there's a stigma associated with it um or there's a, it's a pride or whatever too too many couples wait too long yeah before until, there's an issue yeah, yeah and that they're trying to solve it their own or, or just kind of not talking about it yet let it fester in the background then you get to you know a point where that's that's too far but there's a space that it's that space between i i i do and i'm done that somewhere in there that you have to uh be humble enough to realize, yeah, we, we could, we could stand to have an outside opinion. And tend to your relationship, tend to your marriage. It's, you know, marriages are like waistlines. Like if you're, if you're not paying attention to it, it's going to go in a direction you don't want it to <laughs> go. Um, so you have to be on top of it before, by the time you get to that, that place. You Especially don't want. in pandemics eating. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a dairy queen, like a mile from our house. <laughs> And they, have a, and they have a drive through yes. And I tell you what, it's dangerous. we went to that, uh, one of us would drive through that Dairy Queen way too many times. <laughs> this year. And it was literally like, and it's not just us. Like the one comfort is that it's like, we, you go there and it is a lineup backed out, like spilling onto the main <laughs> yeah. road, like in a dangerous way with people with their four ways on, yes. on the main road. Cause like people are eating their feelings. During this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a great point. Actually, like, uh, it's very similar to that, right? So you can do the unhealthy things and eat your feelings, or you can put in the work and exercise, right? And uh, yeah, it might be scary to go to counseling, but you put in that work, you do what the coach says, and your marriage, the only thing that happens is your marriage gets stronger usually and better. So absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's, you learn from it. It's better in the end for everyone. I mean, yeah, for the kids, sake for everybody's sake too 
20 years into marriage, that's two decades worth of marriage. What is the biggest thing that you've learned uh, over the course of those 20 years? Oh, man. You know what? I feel like we have learned so much being a part of the marriage television show. Like, we're just so glad as a couple that we have become part of a better us because it actually has made a better us. It's yeah. it's made our marriage better uh, through all the things that we've learned. And, you know, something... Um, that I feel like I've learned because I'm, I like to be right a lot, but what I've learned over no. this, <laughs> I feel like I've matured in maybe the last, you know, half decade or so, five years to choose relationship over rightness, over being right to, to not make it so, so right, important <laughs> so to not be, have it be so important that I was right. And you see, you know, I told you so is the, those kind of things and, and to just serve Dan um, more than serve myself with that need to be right and also serve the rest of our family because usually that's that's when uh, fights or arguments escalate and of course right now everyone's in the house together so if I can learn to just let it go and and fight for us not fight for us as you know fight for the unity of our marriage more than just fighting for my need to be right um, that is something I feel like I've grown in and the, the show has really, um, there's been lots of topics about that. And, um, I feel like that's where I've grown. What about you, honey? <laughs> I, I think, um, one of the most important things that I've picked up on for me is, is the importance of your thought life regarding mm. your spouse. Yes. Um, the way your inner dialogue about your spouse and, and what you think about them and what mm. you allow yourself to think about them. The word says, uh, you know, God's word says that we're to think about things that are good and pure and right. And, 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 and the thing is you tend to, you tend to find what you look for. So looking for the good in your spouse, looking for the good things, not focusing on, on, on the negative that, there's there. there they're a human being there's negative there 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 is with with you as well um but focusing on the good because we tend to find what we look for and not allow, and, and guarding our our thought life about our spouse because if we're thinking uh, well they're always this or they're always doing that and those are dominating our thoughts they're so this or they're so that then if those are dominating our thoughts then as soon as they do something anything that like that 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 validates that thought we we see that right away in fact we we only see that and we don't see the other things we don't see the good things because it immediately validates that narrative that we've been telling ourselves oh yes there see i knew it look at they're that and and we, yeah. we read into motives and we and so guarding your thought life about your spouse and thinking positively and thinking good that's not lying to yourself it's not tricking yourself there are there are good things about your spouse and there are negative things but when you focus on the good things the good gets better exactly and i mean you were the verse you were quoting was um from philippians i think four four eight like whatever Ooh, is true whatever is honorable <laughs> whatever's right no like i've actually done that before too i've actually made that an exercise when i'm angry at something because we can make mountains out of molehills and when i start writing down like that one thing that Dan did that just is irritating the heck out of me um, becomes so massive and that makes it, it um, eclipses all the good in him. Um, so I've actually done this throughout, throughout this pandemic. I have actually done this. I've written it down 
And um, I've just listed all those attributes that are listed in Philippians. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) it's here somewhere and (laughs) probably in one of my journals. And I will actually, oh, what's good about Dan? Well, he is a great dad. He's been, what's honorable about him? He loves God. He is the, the shepherd of our home, the head of our home. He treats me well. What is praiseworthy? What is true? What, you know, all these different things. And all of a sudden that one gigantic thing that drove me crazy just shrinks and is eclipsed by all the other good things in him. And so what he's saying is true. It's not that we're tricking ourselves. We're just retraining our mind to think well about our spouse. It's almost like what you were um, saying, honey, it it made me think of a Facebook feed, how our Facebook feed, um, it gives back what we, if we look at one thing, oh, it'll give us all that content. It'll just, and then our feed becomes all that stuff that we want to hear or see. Um, But when we, so we have to train our mind to, um, to think well of our spouse. And that is what will be in our face. And then all of a sudden we like each other again. You click on on one ad and you get, you get 10 more, if not of of exactly. And that's exactly what happens when we're thinking negatively of each other. I love that. That's great. Now the two of you have an event coming up on Valentine's day. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, in the last couple of years, we've become a part of a show called A Better Us. Um, if you're a married couple out there listening and you've never heard of it or, or, or checked it out, um, it it airs on a couple different stations in Canada. I'm not 100% sure which ones get to you in Winnipeg there. It's, it's on Yes TV, it's on the Miracle Channel, uh, and it's on Daystar Canada. And if all of those, if you don't have any of those, it's uh, the entire the entirety of the seasons of them are on um, YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the show's called a better us and it airs weekly and it's a half hour show designed to ha- encourage people in marriages. We're on it along with um, the hosts are Ron and Ann Mains. And we have uh, Mike pinball Clemens, famous legendary CFL star and his wife, nice. Diane and uh, Eric and Kara Mains as well. And we just talk about, the kind of stuff that we're talking about here today but anyway so we become a part of that show and um as a as a show uh, now oftentimes we'll actually danielle and i will tour with ron and ann mains and we'll do marriage workshop days or uh, we do date nights that are a mix of fun uh music and some games and a little bit of teaching and stuff so but we can't do that this year so what we're doing instead is we're doing a uh a date in-house virtual date night so it's going to air date um, night in tonight this year yeah date night out <laughs> Since in a lot of cases there aren't restaurants to go to or limited options at least or I'm not sure probably every every province is a little different right but um so it's this Sunday night at uh, eight o'clock p.m eastern eastern standard yeah. which would be is that that would be seven o'clock there yes yeah seven in Manitoba and six yeah. in Alberta right uh, so yes, and uh, it'll be on. It'll air live on on Facebook Live on the A Better Us channel there, and on YouTube Live on the A Better Us channel there. You can find it just by searching A Better Us on on uh, either of those places. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. I'm gonna sing a uh, sing a little bit and some love songs. We have some famous movie couple clips we're showing at some point uh we're, we're gonna play a game as all the couples together yeah. there's gonna be um door prizes uh 
although there's no door, but whatever you can be draw and give away and stuff like that. So, and, and people after live, it'll be, it'll be just available on the channels. So if that's a little early in your time zone, if the kids aren't in bed yet or something, then uh, you can, you'll be able to stream it after for, you know, nine o'clock or whenever works for you. And the idea is um, just to make it a, a fun night out. We're actually encouraging telling couples, hey, you know, make some fondue or curl up by the fireplace or uh, get some chocolate covered strawberries or, you know, make it into a little uh, date night event and it's going to be fun and romantic and yeah. all that. Most of nice. all, we want, we want to provide couples with an opportunity to have a just a fun memory just uh, you know it's so it's been so we're lacking this year in couples being able to go out and to do fun things together and to build that into their marriage and so we're everyone's doing their creative best this year right so we're just um doing the best that we can offering um something that they'll be able to laugh together they'll be able to um cozy up and listen to some romantic music together and just give them a good night there's been so many terrible terrible you know mo moments this year we want to provide a good moment for them i love that i'm cleaning out the garage for sunday i guess yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh last question danielle you said you want to be right a lot so who is right most often oh well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this, uh, just a quick um, thing to end. Um, this is something we always tell um, our married couples since you said right. There's a phrase that uh, we say, right feelings follow right actions. If you're not feeling it with your spouse right now, go back and do the things that you know are right to do and the mm. feelings will follow. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> it's oh, our, pleasure. our pleasure and thank you so much for joining us today don't forget to subscribe we'll talk to you again on connections